This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we're having a great time diving into a new case that's coming up, Josh Young versus the Colorado Department of Corrections and what this means for equality across this country. We've covered a little bit of the case in previous episodes, so if you missed any of it, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com, FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there. All right, so you decide to call Mountain State's Legal Foundation. Josh, you're dealing with this training material that's taking place in the prisons that's basically saying uh, white people are the problem, uh, you have inherent racism, and it's bleeding into the way you treat each other as fellow correction officers, it's bleeding into the way that the inmates are treating you, so it's creating a, a dangerous, hostile work environment. So you call Mountain State's Legal Foundation, Will Trackman gets on his steed and rides to the rescue, and Will, what's the argument you make and, and where is this case going? Yeah, well, let me give you a little bit of Law School 101. So there are federal statutes that bar race discrimination in certain contexts. One of those is Title VI, which bars race discrimination in schools. But there's another uh, provision called Title VII, which bars race discrimination by employers, both private and public. And that statute can apply to direct action, like if someone fires you because of your race or demotes you because of your race. But it can also apply in what's called a hostile environment case where, for instance, maybe there's a racial epithet thrown around in the workplace. Mm. Courts have held that's a Title VII problem. So here we have a statute that's often used on the other side of the issue to say, well, nothing, I didn't get demoted, but there's a racially hostile environment and that's illegal under Title VII. And we're saying that applies to Josh as a white person just as much as it applies to anyone else. And so we're suing under the Title VII hostile environment theory. So you submit the lawsuit, and to whom, and what happened? Yeah, so we filed the lawsuit early in 2022, and we were assigned one judge. uh, And then Colorado has had a number of Biden appointees who have taken the bench in the last year. Our case was transferred from one of those previous appointees to now a Biden appointee. That judge uh, took some time to rule on the issue and then dismissed our case in early February, which is why just last Friday we have filed our appeal with the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals, which is the appellate court based in Denver. Why'd they dismiss it? Well, our judge didn't think that the sort of evidence that I read to you a moment ago was sufficient to create a hostile environment. She thought this was about diversity and making sure that workplaces are comfortable for people of all races. I can't imagine that that's consistent with the actual evidence in the case, given Mm. that whites certainly wouldn't be comfortable being told that they created race in order to oppress other people, and that if they deny it, they're fragile people, and that they're contributing to white supremacy. Hmm. So it gets dismissed, and you file with an appellate is it a state-based appellate or a federal appellate? It's a federal. So federal. we, we okay. filed in federal court because it's a federal law that was Oh, that's was right. Title Seven. Okay. Yeah. Federal law. And now we're This filing. is why I didn't go to law school. <laughs> My wife did. She's a lot smarter than I am. But okay, federal yeah. government. Yeah, I mean, there are, what do you call 50 lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? It depends <laughs> on the lawyers, right? So I'm one of the good guys, and we need to litigate this issue. So we... Uh, we filed a, our complaint. Now we filed our appeal. We'll file our opening appellate brief in the next few weeks. 
and the case will go from there. I think we'll have a pretty solid panel. I, I clerked for the Tenth Circuit for a judge in Albuquerque, and these are smart folks. They know they know what they're doing. What is the end goal? Well, the, these sorts of cases, as, as much as you think this is happening all over the country, these cases are not um, c- happening that, that often. This is somewhat unprecedented to make mm-hmm. a hostile environment argument based on DEI training, training materials. There are plenty of cases where racial epithets are in the workplace and people sue over them. But those cases are usually employees, peer-on-peer type harassment. This is the equivalent of coming from corporate headquarters where they say you, because of your race, Mm -hmm. are lesser or inferior or certain characteristics. There just aren't that many cases around. We would love to set a national precedent. That's what Mountain States does. Hmm. And we want to stake stake a flag in Colorado and apply it nationwide. So it sets a precedent by forcing the state to readjust their training, right? I I mean, you don't. Josh, you're no longer a corrections officer, right? So a corrections officer. So are you trying to get your job back? Yeah, um, I would love to have my job back at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if I was in the position where I didn't have to enforce this sort of crazy training, um, I could see moving on in my career there at some point. That would be a definite possibility for me. Right. So job back, career back, and changes to training statewide i mean are, are you seeing this in other c- capacities in the state or is this just correctionals training are they for instance if you work for uh, colorado parks and wildlife are you going through the same training so i'm not sure but i think the answer is yes these materials are up on the colorado public health and environment website now hmm. it's not just the ones i've read to you it's other things about uh how to create equity um, by treating people differently based on race uh, giving them what they need in order to overcome past oppression. Those are not limited to the Department of Corrections. So my sense is that this is happening with a lot of state employees, at least on an annual basis, if not more frequently. So is there a possibility for class action if if it, you had enough plaintiffs? Yes. I mean, the key is to win this case, because okay. once we win this case, it'll have a, a cross-cutting effect on all of those cases. Gotcha. There's no reason why, if we win this case, it wouldn't apply, for instance, to the Parks Department. It, it, it would be hostile environment for any Caucasian person. Right. Yeah. Or any person that they choose is of an inferior yeah. or problematic race, right? Because yeah. that's the real issue is that they're just picking. And, uh, it, it, and we don't want this against any race. Yeah. I mean, you heard Josh say this is for the country and the good of our society. Yeah. If I were an African-American person, I'd be offended by this sort of rhetoric. It's not like I... I'm okay with it just because it benefits me. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's terrible to have these sort of racial divisions in our country. They don't help African-Americans any more than they help whites to have guilt and blame be associated with specific people. Hmm. So, Josh, tell us about how you're dealing with this personally. Have you dealt with any challenges? Um, How how do your colleagues feel about all this? You know, I had a lot of... um colleagues, I should say several colleagues that came up to me uh, when they knew I was looking at doing this with MSLF while I was working at the prison and expressing to me privately that, you know, like, this is a, uh, this bothers me too. I don't like this. It's, I'm, thanks for doing this, but, you know, I don't want to mess up my career by saying mm-hmm. something. And we even had some other staff members calling MSLF and saying, hey, I'll, I'll, 
I'll join this case if, I, if you ever want me to kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, People so. respond to incentives, though, right? If you tell someone their career is at risk, if they uh, raise their hand, they're yeah. going to not do that. Uh, I mean, one example, Jeff, uh, uh, um, that came to mind when you were talking is that under President Obama, they passed nationwide guidance on schools that said, be careful about your discipline numbers. If you discipline too many people of one race, we're going to investigate you. And, of course, schools responded to incentives by not disciplining people mm. of certain races and creating more violence and teachers were getting attacked. So just as people understand whether you know the federal government's going to come looking at them, they understand that their careers are at risk if they're the one, if they're the squeaky wheel that complains about diversity and equity and inclusion. Those are terms that are um, sacred cows right now mm. in state employment. So what are you doing now, Josh? Uh, my wife and I are doing, um, we're managing vacation rentals um, in Colorado Springs. So we manage a bunch of vacation rentals out there. It's interesting to choose the corrections field. Uh, it seems like very hard. Um, I remember being a youth pastor to middle school students, and it kind of felt like I was a corrections officer <laughs> at some imagine. point. Um, <laughs> you know, they were wild and bouncing off the walls, but I did it because I cared deeply about the souls of these young people, and I wanted to try to guide them in a good direction. And I imagine that was part of your heart, too, becoming a corrections officer, is uh, you're working with people. You don't want to see their lives spiral out of control. There's there's an effort to rehabilitate and get, hopefully get them to a place where they don't reoffend. So is that part of what you're missing in all this? Is that, that soul connection to the work that you were doing? Absolutely. So... Um, this isn't the best paying job I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And um, I I liked it because it felt good going into work. I came from an IT background before this. And, yeah, the money was okay, but I never felt like I uh, just, you know, I, uh, there's less jitter on that phone call now, and it sounds better. I, I, I didn't feel a lot from that. But when I went to work uh, for the prison, I felt good that I was trying to help people, trying to move these guys forward. Um, I come from a Christian family, and um, you know, and we believe you know the thief on the cross hung next to, right. to Jesus right before he died, and, and he said, you know, and Jesus said, "You'll be with me in heaven." When, and and I, I believe that's possible for anybody, and so that was something that it, it felt like a mission field for me almost when I was there, mm. and um, and I and I felt good going to work. Over time, I started seeing things where I realized that we weren't. There's some things where we weren't really helping these guys, and this was a big piece of that. Is like mm. we're we're going to tell them a lie about the, their life so they can feel better, and I I didn't think that was a positive, productive thing to do for for uh, for the prison system at all. Josh is also being modest. He was a rising star in the mm. Department of Corrections before he was forced to resign. Wow. Friends, we're talking with Josh Young. He's a former corrections officer, and he's suing the Colorado Department of Corrections. His counsel, Will Trackman, is the general counsel for Mountain State's Legal Foundation. And we're going to continue this conversation through the last segment here. If you missed any part of it, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. But this is an important case for equality, for equal treatment, especially when the government is forcing this from the top down and creating a hostile work environment. Uh, Josh really is fighting for the, what, the soul of what makes America great, that we have tremendous equality, opportunity, freedom, and liberty based upon the content of someone's character. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. <laughs> 